This is Terrio Media. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Looks like we're live. Cool. Looks like everything's working. Hello and welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. It's the Friday before Christmas. It's the last episode of the year. Everyone is out of the office, so I thought I would just, uh, you know, come in the studio, jump in here, record Monday's episode, and since I'm by myself, I went out and bought a little bottle of champagne because it is the last episode. It's the final year, and this is kind of what we do this season, right? So I've got some champagne, and I'm just here having fun. So I've had a few glasses already, so if I slur my words, forgive me, okay? Um, you know, we're broadcasting live on Facebook, and I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to the show all year long. We're rolling uh, into our seventh year. I can hardly believe it, but we're rolling into our seventh year. And I simply just wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So we're do, we, uh, we do zero advertising here. And it's all dependent on you listening, tuning in each and every week, sharing this with your family and friends. And, and I know you're doing it because, uh, you know, each week or each month, we have more downloads than we did the previous. We just surpassed 5 million downloads. So grateful for that. Thank you for that. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Okay. Got a great show for you today. It's a little bit different than what we uh, we normally do. I'm going to share with you the 10 most surest fire ways to creating wealth. Of course, real estate is one. That's what this show is all about. But there are other options, and I'm going to share those with you, you know, because maybe this real estate thing is, you know, a little more difficult than you expected, right? Or maybe you've been at it for a while, you're burning out, and it's just not, it doesn't seem like it's really coming together for you. Or maybe, you know, you're just experiencing a little bit of that self-doubt, that each and every one of us, it hits us all the time, every once in a while, and, and you know, it just happens. That's because it, it's what we are, we're humans, and that's where it goes uh, for us every once in a while. So maybe there's a different course that you want to try. So I chose real estate because when I, per the statistics, it seemed where the greatest odds, that's where they were of achieving real wealth. So that's how I ultimately chose to do what I'm doing right now, and I've, and I've never regretted it. Having said that, there were other options. There were different roads that I could have walked down. So I thought I'd share with those with you because maybe you'll find a better fit for you. Or maybe you'll decide that, uh, you know, maybe you're going to decide that you're in the right spot at the right time. You're doing exactly what you want to be doing, what you're supposed to be doing, and or, or maybe not. I don't know. So I'm going to share those options with you that present the greatest possibility, the 10 greatest possibilities for you creating epic wealth in your world. And then you can decide what suits you best. Okay? So... You know, if you've been listening to the show for, I don't know, any length of time, you've heard me say that uh, there's only two reasons that you are going to fail in real estate. Either you don't believe real estate works or you don't believe that you work. Okay? You don't believe real estate works or you don't believe that you work. And when it comes to you, there's not a whole lot I can do there. You know, that's something you're going to have to find within yourself. And, you know, the real estate part, that's easy. It's the consistency that's difficult. The real estate, that's easy. It's the consistency that's difficult. You know, anybody can do this. Anybody can succeed in real estate. Anyone can do it. It's just that the consistency, that's what what kind of gets, throws people off a little bit. And to get that consistency part down right, you know, you've got to, uh, what drives people to be consistent, the successful people that are consistent with their actions, is they just have this deep, clear connection with their why. You've got to know why you are doing what you're doing. And, you know, that kind of divides the population up into two 
paths. There's those that are deeply connected with that why of they're pursuing something. They're in it for a reason. They want to make money. They, they want to achieve wealth. They want to provide for their family. They want to tithe to their church. They want to contribute to their charity. They're pursuing pleasure. And then there's the other part that are running away from pain. You know, maybe they hate their job or that, you know, they, they grew up a poor financially and a poor financially, uh, their family life was poor financially and they never want to go back there again. They don't want that for their family. Or maybe, you know, they've, like myself, they've crashed and burned at one time and they know what that's like and they never want to go back there either. So those are kind of the two paths that drive people to be consistent. So you got to get really in touch with that or else, you know, real estate or really anything else where you're striving to be wealthy, it's not going to work with you, will work for you. And I guess there is one exception. It's you just got to totally love what you're doing because if we're really having fun and we enjoy what we're doing, then, uh, you know, that tends to uh, beget uh, consistency there as well. All right. So, um, you know, the... Uh, if you're finding yourself and it's not you're not working, uh, this would be a good time for you to pause and ask yourself why and get emotionally connected to the why because the, the consistency required to succeed in anything, it's going to elude you if you don't make this happen. Got it? And uh, so that's about you, all right? That You've got to work that out with yourself. The real estate, however, I can help you with that. Does real estate work? And you've heard me say it here multiple times. Of course it does. You know, it works better than anything else in creating financial independence. And I mean, if it didn't, the majority of wealth, wealthy people in this world, they wouldn't have created it that way. But it's not your only option. That's what I want you to know. There are other ways to achieve your financial independence, to get rich, to get wealthy. So if you're having second thoughts about real estate or whether or not it's working for you, let's go over your options, our options, okay? And your options for getting wealthy. So I wrote them down here. You know, the one option we all do have is we could go out and get a job and work for someone else. That is an option. It's not gonna get you wealthy, but it is an option. All right, so I just wanted to share that out there that that is an option. Now that that's out of the way, what are the options for actually getting wealthy? Well, a few years ago, I read a great book about the 10 most common ways people do achieve wealth in America. It's a book by the author uh, Ken Fisher, The 10 Roads to Riches. And it's exactly what it sounds like. The, the book consists of 10 chapters, and each chapter consists of one or covers one of the 10 most common ways people achieve wealth in America. Now, warning, some of these methods, they may offend some people. Actually, some of these methods will indeed offend some people. We're on Facebook, right? Everyone's offended in some way, shape, or fashion on Facebook. So some of these will be offensive. And I'm not sure why, but one thing is for certain, for, for forever, people getting rich in certain ways has been offensive to some. Nonetheless, every one of these methods are valid and they are among the 10 most surest fire ways to wealth, all right? So if you find one or some of these uh, frivolous or offensive, guess what? It's just not your road, it's okay? So just close your ears, wait for the next one and uh, just don't kill the messenger, deal? Cool. All right, so if you're listening to my voice, it's because you have an interest in real estate. So let's start there, because real estate is one of those 10 surest fire ways of attaining wealth. And, and because this is where a good portion of your interest lies, I'm going to share the quick guide to mega wealth that the author, Ken Fisher, he put this together. So there's, uh, I think there's seven steps. Let me read these real quick. Uh, seven steps. One, learn to love leverage. That's step number one, learn to love leverage. Uh, debt, it's not bad. It's good. You can't make decent land barren returns unless you lever up. So get over your fear or just, just get on another road entirely. Number two, monetize it. 
That's number two. Uh, find a good value that no one wants and trump them by filling it with tenants. If you can uh, see value no one else does, you, you get a good price. And, and by filling it with tenants, you immediately have cash flow and leverage for your next deal. So that's number two. Number three, don't fool yourself. And what, what the author meant by that is, you know, even experienced home buyers fool themselves about returns. There's considerable cost in owning real estate and it cuts into your return. So don't fool yourself. Analyze all of those costs. Number four, this is one that's going to catch a lot of people by surprise. Don't be a flipper. Do not flip property. I don't care how many people you know who made a killing buying foreclosed properties and flipping them. Don't do it. Bankruptcy and foreclosure are great, but flipping is inherently a short-term game and a dead-end road. When it comes to creating real wealth, That's don't be a flipper. Number five, find a vibrant market. You don't need to build or own in an affluent market. Um, it's, that's typically too expensive for beginners. You just need to, an area likely to remain or become prosperous. It's easy to know, look for business-friendly communities with low taxes. So find a vibrant market. It doesn't have to be affluent and already um, you know, thriving, but it has to have that potential. Number six, create a pro forma. You can get investors without, or you can't get investors without a business plan. And you can't do anything very big without investors. So your pro forma is the alpha and the omega of your project of your real estate investing pursuit. So take a class to learn how to create one or buy software online. You can probably just go to Google, how do I create a business plan, how to create a pro forma for real estate. You probably have multiple options. And number seven, the last one, is know thy code. The author says know thy code. Before you build or buy, know what arcane building codes, the old antiquated building codes exist, and the zoning regulations that you're going to be hit with because they're going to hit you. So plan ahead for attacks by your own town uh, <laughs> communist, I guess, so to speak, so to speak, to, to cut down on costly delays. You got to know the codes. You got to know what you're allowed to do and not do when you're going into um, development, real estate development, okay? So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to go ahead and conclude our Facebook Live broadcast right there. And you can catch the rest of this list, the other nine most surest fire ways for creating wealth on Monday's episode. Click the link in this post and subscribe to make sure that you don't miss it. All right. So we've gone ahead and terminated the live Facebook uh, feed and we are here on the normal podcast. And uh, I'm not going to go into as much detail with these other nine most surest fire ways to creating mega wealth. This is still a real estate show, but I'll give you a brief summary of each. And if any of these resonate with you, you can go and, and you can pick up a copy of the book yourself. But I have a strong feeling that after you hear these, you're going to, uh, you're likely going to want to just stay put where you are in your real estate investing. But you never know. So here goes nine of the top 10 most surest fire ways to creating mega wealth in America. Number one, that was real estate. And these are in no particular order, by the way. Number one was real estate. And I just wanted to get that one out of the way because it seemed like the obvious one. So that's number one. Number two is become a CEO of an existing firm. You know, on this road, you need leadership and executive qualities to rise. You want to be anointed and keep the throne. Okay, so there are several ways to the top by becoming a CEO of an existing firm. You can either just rise through the ranks and work your way up. You can buy your way in. You can be the go-to person within the company or you can get recruited. Okay, so those are your options. Like I said, don't kill the messenger, but it is one of the, that, uh, one of the ways that makes the list. Number three, go along for the ride. 
Go along for the ride. Heard of Charlie Munger. Have you heard of that name before? He's Warren Buffett's sidekick, and he's worth $2 billion. He went along for the ride with Warren Buffett, and he's worth $2 billion. You heard of Steve Ballmer, Hank Greenberg, or Dr. Eric Schmidt? Likely not, maybe, but likely not. They're all multi-billionaire ride-alongs to their respective CEOs, like Bill Gates and Cornelius Vanderstar and, and Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Um, you know, this, this path going along for the ride, it lacks fame, it lacks glamour, but hitching yourself to a visionary is one of the 10 surest fire ways to mega wealth. Number four, marry well, really, really well. Yes, you can marry wealth. Sounds absurd, but but it's a common way of tapping into mega wealth. If, if you find it ridiculous or if you find it offensive, then hey, it's just not your road. It's tough to, to believe in, in today's day and age, but, but there was a time when marrying up was applauded and marrying down was considered failure. And regardless of how you feel about it, it works. You know, Senator John Kerry, John McCain, Anna Nicole Smith, uh, Tom Hayden, if you don't know him, his uh, former Jane Fonda husband. Those are some recognizable names that all married into billionaire status. In fact, John Kerry did twice. He married two billionaire women, well, not at the same time. He married one, uh, a billionaire. His wife was a billionaire. They divorced and he found another one and married her. And then, I mean, there are countless people that earned, quote unquote, earned their fortunes this way. And that's why marrying well makes the top 10. So that's number four. It's number five. Steal it like a pirate, but legally. <laughs> you know, in literature, in mythology, thieves are often villain heroes. You know, Robin Hood and Jesse James stealing from the rich, right? Giving to the poor. Sounds romantic. Even if it is fiction, it sounds romantic. But, but wait, you can legally, you can legally steal and be a hero as a plaintiff's lawyer. Today's modern day Robin Hood. Seriously, are plaintiff's lawyers bringing evildoers evil to justice? Are they, they fighting the big and the mean to help the little and the poor? No, they're not. They're pirates. They're pirates seeking booty. And if, and if they had their way, they had never stepped foot in court. And the overwhelming strategy there is, you know, this method is to intimidate and get paid to go away. So um, those, are the, those are five. Those are the first five. And have any of these other than real estate resonated with you? Because they're all viable options. They all make the top 10 ways to create mega wealth in, in America. Have any of these other than real estate resonated with you? You know, all some of, although some of these uh, may seem outlandish and offensive, they are four more ways of what comprises the top 10 surest fire ways to wealth in the world of which we live. So four more ways other than real estate. Not, not, not always pretty, is it? No, it's not. But, but it's what's so. It's the world in which we live. This is where we live. This is reality. So having gone through those first five, what have you learned so far? What are you noticing have you drawn any additional conclusions about real estate? You know, the first time I read this book, uh, The Ten Roads to Riches, and I saw this list, I mean, real estate clearly was the most viable road to riches for me. But, you know, you're not me. Maybe one of these will make a better fit for you, or maybe one of these next five will. All right, so, so let's go ahead and we'll continue and we'll try these on for size. Number six, become a celebrity. Become a celebrity. And this one kind of goes unsaid. I mean, it's right there in the title, right? Celebrity equals rich and famous. It's a popular dream that it catches most of us when, when we're young. We, we all at, at one time have dreamed of, of big limousines, Super Bowl rings, Oscars, Grammys, owning sports teams or directing movies or, you know, um, headlining at Madison Square Garden, what have you. This way to wealth, it has two forks. One is talent. 
So if you've got talent, you can become a celebrity, like a Michael Jordan or a Taylor Swift or, or a Robert De Niro. The other is mogul. You can be a businessman within the celebrity field, uh, like a Ted Turner or Rupert Murdoch or Richard Branson, who all own and run media empires. So the media mogul, that's more attainable. You know, I mean, you don't need to know how to throw a tight spiral or you don't have to look like Cameron Diaz. You just need what any successful business person needs. You need some perseverance, you need some, mar- some smarts, and you need some good timing, you need some luck, and, and a really just a strong work ethic. And, and with that said, it doesn't make the talent road any less tempting though, does it? No, I mean, hey, anything is possible. And, and becoming a celebrity certainly is as it makes the top 10 surest fire ways to wealth. All right, so that's number six, become a celebrity. Number seven, master OPM, other people's money. Now this right here, mastering OPM, this is actually where most of the mega rich in our society reside. The riches are in the fees. Always remember that. The riches are in the fees. Think like uh, money management. Think private equity. Think brokerage. Think insurance. Think all, all of those things where people are, are, are managing other people's money and they're, they're using other people's money. It's all in the fees. And it's really easy entry, actually. And what, how you get started is you start by learning to sell. There's time later you to, to learn finances and investments. You want to you start by learning to sell. And learning to selling, is like, it's like skiing, Right? The younger you start, the faster and better you learn. But learning to analyze investments, that's like learning to, I guess, hire people well. You know, years of real world experience make discernment easier in that, in that, that side of it. So time definitely helps. And so does obeying the law, by the way. Lots of landmines here when you're mastering uh, other people's money, when you're using other people's money to create your wealth. And out of these landmines, some are intentionally stepped on. Some people intentionally break those laws to get ahead. And some do it accidentally, unknowingly. So be careful there, okay? So that's number seven, mastering OPM. Number eight, be an inventor. Be an inventor and make an annuity-like cash flow um, for your future from something that you create, something that you own, or a patent that just keeps spewing cash. So if you got a, like a gadget, a book, a song, movie, or even an experience, I mean, are you so inclined? Do you have something like that inside of you? Do you have an idea? If you do, fantastic. Just understand that the money is not in the product or the service. That's not where the real wealth is created. The real wealth is created in the patent of the product or the service. And it happens, and it happens frequently. I mean, we're surrounded by people's uh, wealthy, or the inventions that made them wealthy. So much so, it makes the top 10 surest fire ways to wealth. So that's number eight, we're getting close to the end, right? Number nine, traveling the road most traveled. This is how most of us were probably raised on how to do it. You gotta save hard, you gotta invest well, and you gotta do it forever. Right, pretty self-explanatory. It's the road the majority of the population is on. It's pretty self-explanatory and it's very boring. And it does work, it can certainly work. If you do save hard and you invest well and you don't make a lot of mistakes along the way, it works. But it won't get you into the mega wealthy status. It won't get you there. It can make you comfortable, it can make you rich even, but it's not gonna get you into mega wealthy status. So if you've got the time, if you've got the discipline, if you've got the intuition and you've got some luck on your side, you can get rich here. It's just in today's climate, it just takes so long. And most people are just too old to enjoy the wealth that they, that they eventually create in this manner. By the time they've got the wealth to where they want it to be, you know, their most glorious and active days are behind them. But it still makes our top 10 list. Now, number 10, drum roll please. Travel the richest road. 
This is the richest road. Half of the 10 richest Americans, they did it this way. And what's cool about this road is it works with scant restriction by industry, by education, or pedigree. I mean, PhDs and, and high school dropouts are all equally welcome here. And, and I'll get to this one in just a second, but, but let's recap the list real quick. Number one was invest in real estate and hold on to it. That's the point of investing in real estate in this manner to get to the mega wealthy status. Invest in real estate and hold on to it. Two, become a CEO of an existing firm. Three, go along for the ride. Hit yourself to a visionary. Four, marry well. And if you find this one ridiculous or offensive, hey, it's just not your road. But it is one of the top 10 marrying into to wealth. Uh, number five, steal it. Legally, of course, become a plaintiff's lawyer and start shaking people down. Uh, number six, become a celebrity. This way to wealth, it has two forks that we talked about. You can either do it the talent route or you can go the mogul route, the business route. And then number seven, mastering OPM. And remember that the riches are in the fees. Number eight, be an inventor. The profit there is in the patent. Okay, it's not in the product or the service. The profit is in the patent. And number nine, travel the road, more travel. That would be saving hard, investing well, and doing that forever. And number 10, traveling the richest road. So have you thought about it yet? Have you guessed what it is, what this 10th road to riches is that's created half of our nation's most, Amer uh, most wealthy people? Most American people is what I was going to say. Our most American, uh, most, I almost said it again, our most wealthy people. So do you have a compelling vision? Do you have leadership skills? Do you have an understanding spouse? You just might be a visionary founder starting a business. Start a business. That's the 10th. Uh, uh, road to riches here. Yep, half of the 10 richest Americans found their way to wealth through business ownership. You know, starting a business, it's the American dream, right? And you already know this. It's how you probably found your way into my epic world here is you understand that starting a business is the American dream. You wouldn't be here if you didn't aspire to control your life and, and your overall future, your financial future. You are what I call rarefied company. It's why I enjoy being with you here each and every week. And, and because you are, I've got a few questions for you. Has anything that you've heard from me on this episode or read from me and saw in a video, has anything there changed your mind about real estate? Would you rather be a business owner or are you going to stay the real estate investing course? Well, the big question is why do you choose? Why, why choose? Why not have both? You know, one of the, the greatest secrets of the wealthy that very few will impart is that when you combine one or more roads, you can not only compound exponentially the wealth that you make, but break down barriers and, and speed up the process. You know, for example, I mentioned earlier, uh, Senator John Kerry, he married well and did that twice, and he created celebrity through politics. So he combined marrying well and celebrity and to create his fortune, and he's a billionaire because of it. That's John Kerry. Or you look at Michael Jordan. He became a celebrity through basketball. He had the talent, became a celebrity through basketball, and then he bought his way into the position of CEO of the Charlotte Hornets, and he's a billionaire because of it. There's a lot of wealthy athletes out there, but there's very few billionaire ones. Michael Jordan did that by combining these roads. And then you have Ted Turner, who made a bunch of money in media, as a media mogul, and he lost a bunch of money, or almost all of it, his entire fortune in media, but it was because he was traveling two roads, he completely saved himself with real estate. He's the second 
biggest real estate investor, the second largest landowner in the United States. His real estate holdings are uh, alone are worth $1 billion. He combined the roads. The point is, the fact that you have chosen to make a business, that was number 10 on our list, out of real estate, that was number one on our list, that has you on the same path of the world's wealthiest people. You've combined two of those roads already, whether you knew it or not. So how does that feel? How does that feel to know that you're on the, the path of the world's wealthiest people? Feels good, doesn't it? And it gives you a little confidence that, you, you know, I think I just might be doing the right thing. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Now, you may not want to be mega rich. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you don't, there's nothing wrong with that. The good news is the, the same roadmaps apply. The same principles apply if you want to be worth $3 million, $30 million, or $300 million. So this book, The 10 Roads to Riches, absolutely changed my life when I recognized the potential of combining these 10 different roads to wealth. It was the, the inspiration for making a business out of real estate investing. I said, wow, if more people have created it through business ownership and real estate, I'm just going to double down and I'm going to combine the two. And when I started to look at the mega wealthy now through this new perspective, now that you know how this works, you, you can start doing the same. Look at the wealthiest people you know and through these eyes or these goggles, I guess, so to speak, these glasses. When I started doing that through this new perspective, I noticed many were combining even more than two of these roads. So it wasn't just real estate investing and business ownership, they put something else on top. Like for example, Donald Trump, he's a real estate investor, number one on our list. He's a CEO, number two on our list. He's a master of other people's money, number seven on the list. And he's a TV celebrity, number six on the list. So he's taken four of these roads. And not to mention how he's president, so his celebrities have gone through the roof. And, and there's one road Trump travels that stands out to be more than any other, however. And I've noticed, you know, billionaires Oprah Winfrey and Steven Spielberg, they leverage this exact same road with absolute brilliance as well. And, and I want to point out here that I mentioned both Republicans and Democrats in this example. So don't get lost in your political opinion or how you feel about either side or about Trump. Just recognize the point that I'm making, whether an A-list, B-list, or C-list celebrity, whether you're a reality TV star, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're a YouTuber, or maybe you're just the, the local realtor that dominates the billboards in your small little town. Regardless of where you are there, understand that celebrity works. Celebrity on any level works when combined with your core business. In your case, full-time real estate investor. Here, when I wrote the book Do Over, my book Do Over, doors magically started to open for me. And not by, not by book sales. I paid almost zero dollars on the book. I did not get a bunch of speaking engagements, so I didn't get, make any generate revenue there. I didn't get hardly any coaching clients from that book. So it didn't come from the book directly, but what it did is the celebrity that that book created, how sm even regardless of how small it was, it started to attract buyers, it attracted sellers, it attracted lenders, and it attracted partners to my real estate business that would have never found me otherwise. And then when I launched the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast, the show that you're listening to right now, business again expanded and not by selling stuff on the podcast, not by attracting coaching clients, not by attracting Epic Pro Academy members, but by attracting more buyers, sellers, lenders, and partners to my real estate business that would have never found me otherwise. 
And then I wrote the book, Epic Freedom. Same thing. Business grew again and almost effortlessly each time. And this is what I noticed about, you know, celebrity on any level works when combined with a core business. It, it, it breaks down barriers. It builds relationships. It attracts money. It attracts investors. It attracts partners. It attracts lenders. It attracts customers. It multiplies revenue. And this is the key is it, is it can do this for you with no extraordinary effort beyond the effort you're already putting toward your core business, being a real estate investor and a business owner. By piling celebrity on top of that, you know, it magnifies the effort you're already putting forth. You don't have to put forward additional effort. It's not like you're running an, an additional business. It can do this for you. You can expand your business with no extraordinary effort beyond the effort that you're already putting forth. So here's the deal. I'm getting ready to start my third book. And it's going to be my biggest book to date. And thereby enhancing the celebrity around my real estate investing business even further. And I'm launching this time I'm, because I understand this concept. I've witnessed it uh, several times already that I just shared with you through the couple books and the podcast and the YouTube channels. All that is all impacted my real estate investing business either directly or indirectly. So I'm going to approach this book with a little bit different um I guess mindset. So I'm, I'm launching an all-out promotional blitz that's going to consist of national press releases, national TV appearances, national magazine coverage, and national radio exposure. And I mean, if I have anything to do with this, this book is going to be huge for one specific point. It's going to enhance the celebrity around my real estate investing business. And I'm sharing this with you because I'm not sharing this with you so you buy the book. I mean, I'm not trying to sell it to you. You are not my prospect for this book. You're not the ideal customer for this book. I'm not trying to sell it to you. I don't want you to buy it. You can if you want, but I'm not. That, that's not why I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing this with you because maybe you want to come along. I mean, how would you like to come along for the ride? That was number three on the list if you're paying attention, right? So you're adding actually two by coming along for the ride, by going along for the ride with me. I mean, hitch your car to my train. You can easily and add a significant element of celebrity to your business too. But only, there's a condition here, only if you have your core business, real estate investor, firmly in place. I mean, I'm not extending this invitation to just any and everybody. No. To come along for the ride, you must be averaging at least, at least two real estate transactions per month. Right? At least two real estate transactions per month. Additionally, full disclosure, there is an expense involved. There's an investment involved. It's not a big one. It's not a huge one, but it's not a small one either. I mean, as you, as you might be able to imagine, coordinating the many phases and levels of a project like this is quite the undertaking. I mean, the number of people and resources involved are great, and it's all in place to make this process an easy and painless experience for those that are involved. Unfortunately, the, the number of experts that are going to pull all of this together for us, they don't work for free. So this is only for those that are willing to make an investment in themselves for the long term and for an ongoing benefit. All right. So that's full disclosure. Uh, if, if that's you, if this seems like this is going to be a good fit for you, uh, if this makes sense to consider incorporating into your 2017 plan, this is what you do. Go to noagentneededbook.com for the details. No 
noagentneededbook.com. Right? Noagentneededbook.com. The, the book is titled No Agent Needed. And that might give you a little clue of what it's about. Um, but you can go and get all the details. You can see exactly what it's about. Go to noagentneededbook.com. I only have room for one real estate investor per region, by the way, because the book is going to generate, it's going to generate leads for the authors as well. And I don't want any conflict there. So only, I only have room for one real estate investor per region. And uh, if anything here resonates with you, don't hesitate. Get the full details so you can make an educated decision on whether or not this is going to be a good fit for you. But more importantly, if it happens to be a good fit, if this is like clicking for you right now and it's something that you're you're interested in, you're going to want to secure your territory. It's going to be first come, first served. All right. So go to noagentneededbook.com and you can get the scoop there. And perhaps we'll be talking soon. I sure hope so. All righty. So that's it. Happy New Year to y'all. I will uh, see you next year. And to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.